This episode is brought to you by the American Homebrewers Association, a network of more than 40,000 people dedicated to the appreciation of beer, cider, and mead. Join the AHA for just $3.99 a month at homebrewersassociation.org. We'd like to thank Simi Valley Homebrew Shop for sponsoring our podcast. This shop undoubtedly has the freshest ingredients available for homebrewers, cider, wine, and cheese makers. Pick from dozens of yeast, hops, and grains to make your perfect recipe. Also available is all the equipment you need from brew kettles, fermenters, brewzilla systems, and more. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Simi Homebrew and visit the store in person located at the Simi Town Center Mall, conveniently located right off the 118 freeway. Thank you for tuning into Brewed Up, a podcast where two LA-based female homebrewers chat, laugh, and learn about craft beer, homebrewing, and whatever else comes to mind. Tyler and Laura both have brewed many styles of beer, cider, and meat and are always up for experimenting. This show is available to listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, HopDelay.com, and wherever else you'd like to listen. Now, here's the show. Hello, all you fermentation freaks and geeks. Welcome to Brewed Up. Maybe you thought it was a joke. Maybe you liked a meme that said, ain't no laws when you're drinking White Claw. <laughs> I love how you said that. <laughs> ain't no laws. When or maybe you leaned into it, indulging in a sessionable, fruity, sparkly drink. Either way, the seltzers have taken hold and are even trending in the commercial market. That's right. Today, we are talking salsas. I love when we do singies. (laughs) We'll do more singies. I like singies, too. So we're kind of like hitting an all-time seltzer saturation. Yes, we are. Um, What is it? So let's talk about what is a seltzer, because seltzer is like, oh, like LaCroix, right? Mm -hmm, Like, that's mm -hmm. a seltzer. Mm Mm-hmm. But we're actually talking about hard seltzers, right? Oh, hitting the hard stuff. Hard stuff. So, I mean, to make things very simple and straightforward, a hard seltzer is a seltzer that has alcohol in it. Okay. Um, And, uh, you know, when they first came out, I wasn't ashamed because Mm -hmm. I was actually fucking stoked because I was like, seltzer and alcohol together, like, my two favorite things in one drink. Like, why wouldn't I love that? And then, I don't know, there was a bunch of hate, like, initially, right? Like, do you remember that? Yeah, I think that's just, like, typical uh, beer snob elitist type of stuff. You know who you are. It's fine. You do you. But it does appeal to some people. I, I did my... I did my time at Duffy's and the Town Lounge in Chico drinking 
vodka soda. So that's just kind of like my point of reference. It just yeah, like a vodka soda in a can, right? Yeah, fruity bubbles. And I mean, like, I I feel bad for my. Mike's hard lemonade because I feel like that was the original like not seltzer <laughs> but it was like the original like hard not like you know spirits or beer it was like mm. let's take something that people drink tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial <laughs> let's bring it back a little further but it kind of reminded <laughs> me that sorry but we could go further but like I remember Mike's Hard Lemonade getting so much crap and so I guess I'm not really surprised that like White Call got a bunch of shit but yeah. like I don't know let's go further like teach me teach me what am I missing well I just I think there is a market for something that, in a can mm-hmm. that you can drink that's not like it doesn't taste like beer you don't have to mix it it's not wine it's at that kind of five or six percent yeah so when I was in college there was a lot of like Sainides Bartles and James so like uh wine coolers Okay. But there was also malt liquor. And so malt liquor, and we might need a salsa historian on this, but it might have been a predecessor to the fermented sucrose because I think it was still fermented malt with just a ton of flavoring uh-huh. in it. Um, so What's like an example of a malt liquor? Uh, Zima, Sainides, which by the way, okay. Sainides has a, a very impressive hip-hop campaign behind it. I think most of Ooh. the best hip-hop stars have done St. Ides commercial. But I digress. Okay. okay. Fast forward to now, I think for all the crap that, like, as hard seltzer gets, there's still, like, you know... Like, I just went to Trader Joe's yesterday, and at Trader Joe's, there was a huge, truly... Or maybe it was white... It was a white claw end cap. It was huge. It was just a whole white claw thing. Yeah. At Traders, so. I mean, now there's like a million because like mm-hmm. first it was White Claw and everyone was like, White Claw is like basically for like white trash, which is like. Or white girls. Or white, yeah, white white girls that are like, you know, trying not to crush a bunch of calories. Right. And, yeah, I think but it's a low-cal like, appeal. Yeah, know? the low-cal appeal is great. But like, I don't know. I, I. I initially was like, this is dope. I like the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Meep. I hear her crying. Oh, Meep is trying to get in. <laughs> Sorry, Meep, but we're recording. Um, but then, like, yeah, breweries and craft brewers started to, like, really slam on it. But now it's like, if you're a brewery without a seltzer. What are you even doing? You're missing out on a lot of cash. Corona's making seltzers. Bud Light's making seltzers. Coors is making seltzers. Travis yeah. Scott is making seltzers. <laughs> Shout out to Travis Scott. That's... He's one of my favorite artists. I love I him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, if you're a celebrity, like, why not get on the cel- They, they, Every celebrity has a fucking tequila brand, a vodka brand, oh, a whiskey wine. brand. Seltzer whiskey. is the way to go. P40 are... has a white wine. Really? Mm-hmm. That's very it's cute. fancy of him. I like him. So I like that. <laughs> have you had, uh, what are some of your favorite commercial seltzers? Oh, God. I mean, look, I I like seltzer, but I, I don't really buy it. It's so expensive. Oh. Like, it's pretty oh expensive. Gosh, yes. And the cans are kind of tiny and girly. And I, 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 I almost bought the White Claw at Trader's, but it was 
$15? Yeah. For um, how much? I don't know because it was shaped oddly, but I wouldn't, I don't know, maybe it was a 10 pack. Yeah. Of like, I think that the normal can size is like, they, yeah, like you, it's so funny that you said girly because they totally, that's what they're mar- marketing oh, to, this lady drink. skinny mm-hmm. little can. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's, it's probably Petite, less. Petite. Yeah. It's like, ladylike <laughs> drink. Lean. Let me get you a lean can so you can think about being lean. It's like, all right. But um, yeah, like hard seltzer is actually kind of expensive. And so. I, I don't really buy it, I will say. Like, yeah. initially, I was buying White Claw, but now I... I just for funsies? Or? But now, and we'll get into it, I just, I would rather just make five gallons of it and just... Um... Okay. <laughs> so there, but from what I understand, there's two ways to make a... a ho- that a home brewer could make at, a seltzer for personal consumption. At this point, there are two ways. Go ahead. And, like, the second way is, like... A super cheat, but I don't know. So one way is like the long way and maybe the quote unquote right way. And one way is like <sighs> the easy way. Hmm. So the the brewer's way, I'll say this. This is like the craft brewery way is mm-hmm. you are fermenting sugar, mm-hmm. simple sugar. Get some dextrose. Get some, maybe C&H, even... C&H, pure cane sugar. Maybe even table sugar. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But people are using <laughs> corn sugar, dextrose, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're fermenting it and so that it produces alcohol, like how, you know, we typically make alcohol through yeast fermentation. Um, the thing with that, uh, that, though, is you have to, like, really babysit it it's kind of like making a sugar wash uh-huh when you're like Ooh. distilling right so yeah. dextrose has zero nutrients in it yes and so if you throw yeast in there and you know there's some there's some yeast companies making specific yeast like omega has like the lutra and i think imperial is coming out with this one called paramount whatever but dextrose has no nutrients so you have to like add a fuck ton of nutrients um to make sure it even like ferments out properly and with that you get it you can get a bunch of off flavors whatever um so that's that's the that's the first way you're basically fermenting sugar and you're flavoring it however you want to flavor it with like you know natural flavoring Mm -hmm. or with fruit or whatever um and so we do have an and we have an example of that, a homebrewer's example, mm-hmm. thanks to Tucson Brewery. So that's the first way. The second way is how I did it because I'm a lazy piece of shit. No. <laughs> you get water, you get a spirit. I chose vodka. And you fortify the water. Quote unquote fortify the water. I got this from my coworker. Uh-huh. And and then you put some flavoring in it and you put it in a keg and you carbonate it. Like force carbonate it as you would beer or whatever. So, well, for our listeners, I just drank a whole glass <laughs> of her. I don't think it's lazy. I think it's does it does it taste like does it taste like a seltzer though, or does it taste like a vodka soda? Or if, both? I mean, if I was served this at a bar and I don't know if they were like it's a vodka soda, I'd be like, I'm gonna put a little more vodka in it because I yeah. can't taste the vodka, but. Whatever, I could also drink this all day. 
It's like four and a half percent, so it's, it's not strong. It's really good. But wait, when you just said fortify the water, does that mean I could make one of these with like tequila? Yeah, that's what, what I was saying. What? You should be able to cho- choose any spirit. And so what my coworker showed me was like, yeah, there's fortifying cal- you know, calculators online. Fortifying is when you're – people usually do it um, like for like what meads or like, like really high ABV beers or alcohols that you're trying to add more alcohol to. Like <laughs> that like yeast, yeast can't like ferment past a certain oh, right, percentage, right. right? Got it. So I think that's the general concept, but you're quote unquote fortifying water. So water is 0% alcohol. You get the percentage of whatever spirit it you do. You get the uh, amount you're trying to make. You do the math. It tells you how much to add. Got it. To get a certain ABV. So my aim, I aimed for like four and a half to five. Um, and I, yeah, I use vodka. You could use tequila, whiskey. I mean, fuck it. Why not? I mean, I l- I'm going to try. Oh, I have a cola. A I ha- cola? Oh, my gosh. What if I made like a... Okay, sorry. My, Her mind is like... Things are going. happening in my brain. <laughs> I want to go back to this one. What... Um. Okay, you use Svedba... The Svedka... Yeah, I used Aura Water. Svedka. I used uh-huh. like a $20 um, handle. Was it a handle? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it wasn't a fifth. I think it was a handle. And then I have, uh, I use like four ounces of this, of this uh, watermelon flavoring I got from work. And what, I made. You, what company was it? Do you remember? The flavoring? Yeah. Fuck, what is it called? Oh my God. Is it a powder? Is it a liquid? Just uh, come, to, a come to a Simi Valley homebrew oh. and uh, come by. We have a plethora of flavors um but yeah i don't remember the company but i will i we can post it on the instagram okay i'm 100 percent gonna make one of these for the summer if you have a especially if you have a baby keg it's perfect yes. for that because i have like five gallon kegs and i was like i'm making like four to five i'm an alcoholic this is borderline alcohol so refreshing <laughs> but it, i feel like i would rather do this in like a two and a half gallon keg you know but yeah it's super easy and then you just i would say when you carbonate it like you can you can't really over carbonate water so just like crank it up and leave it i mean and you're probably gonna waste a lot of co2 but um yeah like right now it's at 20 psi and it's delicious that flavoring is pretty good it's tastes like watermelon but also just tastes like um like honeydew like melon it's good it is very melony. It doesn't yeah. taste, but tastes natural. It doesn't taste like a candy, which is which I like. Yeah, it's not sweet. I wish oh, there yeah, was a little sweet. bit more carbonation. I'm trying to like dial in that aspect. It does um, kind of evaporate the water. I think yeah. it's the molecular weight of the water is not going to hold it in as, <gasps> as much. Molecular weight. Let me weight. get my glasses and put them on real quick. <laughs> Just kidding. So what do we have next? What okay. do we have? So this is uh, Sugar Babes, and this was a, a homebrew seltzer from our friends Tucson Breweries, and I believe Beer Thug Life is involved as well. Um, the label is very cute. Uh, very it is l- cute. Laker-oriented. <laughs> and it's, what is this, a 16-ounce can? This is a big can. Oh, and I heard it's 8%. Ew. Oh, and I heard there's glitter in it. Ew. Let me get a sound effect here. 
Ooh, nice. Yes. All right, let's see. Okay, we've got a little bit of a purple color. Do you have to swirl it maybe to get that glitter going? Oh, or? Maybe yours will have glitter in it. <laughs> Mine's going to be a glitter bomb. Get ready to, to poop glitter. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get some. There we Oh, Is there it we go. Yes. Oh, we get a little glitter. Oh, my God. it's This is so glittery. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's gorgeous. All right, we're gonna have to take. Wow, we have you have a second can, right? Yes, we'll get some pictures after. We do. Hold on, let me do a little cheers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Tucson Breweries, mm -hmm. BTL, was Beer Thug Life involved? I think I saw all of them. I saw all of them tagged. They the level, like a... the label's a little. I know. Sparse, but <laughs> hey, guys, next time, um, can you please tell yeah. everyone? Oh, it's very, very sweet. Okay, I wonder, do you know what they put into this? I feel bad because I should have went to their Instagram, but I know they did. No, no, I talked to um, Kika. <gasps> Kika! I mean, Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ooh, what is so... the. So, they fermented dextrose. dextrose. They boil. I think they. they I saw them boiling. It 15 yeah. minutes, he said. Yeast, yeast nutrient. And then they added the flavoring at packaging. Oh, wow. And I believe they back sweetened as well. I mean, if you can't taste it. She's a sweet one, yes. But um wow, this is uh, oh, a straight up tastes like damn eight percent purple Kool-Aid and this tastes I know. Is this lean? <laughs> Are we allowed to drink this? Am I am I at University <laughs> Village apartment complex right now? <laughs> In Chico? Besides the glitter, I've definitely feel like I've tasted this before. Yeah, now, it's do you pretty remember good. back in college? Um, have you ever been to a party where they filled a bathtub full of alcohol? Um, no. A bathtub, like poured alcohol into a bathtub yes. or use it as like a chest or like an ice wait, wait, chest? Wait. Maybe it was a cooler. Maybe it was a bathtub. I hope it wasn't a bathtub because that, that sounds disgusting. is scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, first of all, past the size of the bathtub, like someone's body was... Multiple bodies okay, might have been. Maybe in a, I was. It, obviously, I was drinking. A some. bathtub in a frat house would be like that's how COVID started. This is a total <laughs> frat house drink, by the way. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm. This I want to know how did did you talk about how the glitter was incorporated? Like, how was that incorporated? It's food safe glitter, and um, am I gonna poop unicorn yes. poop today? Yeah. Yes, I. I was told there might be glitter in the. I don't want to. It's not table talk. Yes, I was added. There's food safe glitter added at packaging. Okay. I'm curious how the color came together. Maybe that's why the glitter was added. Yeah. It looks good though. It tastes good. It's pretty sweet. But it's uh, very sweet. Yeah. The viscosity is. It's uh, it's a little thick. And the nose, you can tell it was fermented. It kind of does smell like mead to me. Oh, yeah. It is kind of like mead, mm -hmm. huh? Kind of yeasty. Okay. Good job, guys. It's interesting. It's super interesting. I'm, it, there's, yeah, it doesn't cool. taste like there's any off flavors. Um, no, yeah. It, it, it lives up, and the glitter is just an added yeah. bonus. Cool. Well, I could never drink a whole one of this. Pepper sherry. <laughs> it's a little. Sweet. I'm actually curious to know how much sugar was 
use in the creation do of not this. Want to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back after this message. This episode is brought to you by the American Homebrewers Association, a community of more than 40,000 fermentation aficionados. Members enjoy unlimited access to thousands of medal-winning and clone recipes, a library of instructional videos, plus a subscription to Zymergy Magazine. A one-year membership is just $43 and includes so many benefits. Join at homebrewersassociation.org. All right, so we're back. We are back. We're back. Um, we talked about the two ways of making hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. And we pounded 8% <laughs> of glittery, grapey, <laughs> majestic seltzer. And now we want to party. <laughs> yeah, thanks, uh, thanks to Tucson mm-hmm. and BTL fam for... Mm-hmm making that and providing to it it was pretty good it was interesting yeah that's like um slizzerp <laughs> oh my god please god no never <laughs> say that ever again oh my god okay anywho <laughs> have you ever made uh have you ever done the fermentation way before no i have not because i'm too lazy because like i said it's like i mean people come in to the store and like Give me 12 pounds of dextrose. And I'm like, Jesus, you know? And it's like, you really have to, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should talk to Kika about how they kept that fermentation. We said they put a bunch of nutrients, you know, yeah. I, f- I feel like it would be difficult. So I, I'm too fucking, I'm too lazy. Yeah. It's and, a, it's a different game than yeah. making beer. If you're, <clears throat> you know, used to one thing, it's just definitely switching it up. I, we've, yeah. Who made it in our club? Um, I've heard people making it and then been like it. It smells like cat pee. Yeah, like so am- am- ammonia. I, not to. I don't want to put anyone on blast, but there was a person in our club, and she posted on her Instagram because um, she tried to do it. She tried to make a seltzer that way with like fermenting sugar and stuff, mm-hmm. and it came out. She had to dump it because it was like sulfury and rhino fart and i don't know maybe cat pee i don't know but it's i mean like, i've i've heard that before on other homebrewer pages and i've yeah. seen it on like homebrewer forums when you're you know when you're sampling something and there's like an off flavor an undesirable flavor you can describe it multiple ways i think when someone says cat pee they're talking about kind of citra citra hops obviously <laughs> Yeah, actually, that did come up. That's like a wide. There's so many hops that smell like cappy. It's it's so like an ammonia. It's like it's a compound that you're sensing. And then I looked further, and I, <clears throat> I did talk to um, my juice guy about it because he's made seltzers before, and he said that is most likely from, you know, whatever you use to flavor it, just fermenting incorrectly. Also, lack of oxygen. So. Okay. From what I understand, it, it does need to be uh, oxygenated into the fermenter just as much as beer. I I bet it does because I'm Get like like I said oxygen. like the reason <clears throat> the the reason yeast loves converted you know you know mm-hmm. starches malts whatever I totally fucked that up but 
the reason that yeast loves wort is because, you know, we add yeast nutrient, yes, but mm-hmm. like converted malts, um, the sugars that come out of malt, like it's like more than that. There's there's other shit that comes into the wort when you're like, you know, doing the mash, etc. And it helps the yeast. It nu- it gives nutrient to the yeast. Yeah. And like straight up dextrose has literally nothing but like it's kind of like drinking an energy drink. Yeah. For a yeast. It's like you drink it and then after like five minutes you're like, yeah. I feel like shit, my body's dying. Mm. That helped me to like get through like the hour, but mm-hmm. like it's not Crushing. a it's not a piece of broccoli, you know? So Yeah. It's not like salmon with the side of like a rice and <laughs> some asparagus. Yeah. So I'd be interested. I mean, I might try it, but I'm not I'm not super inclined to try it. I will do a sugar wash, but it's probably gonna start it's gonna probably gonna turn into like moonshine or something. I'm gonna do what you did. I feel like I have enough on my plate trying to figure out beer. I'm not gonna try to like and cider. I'm just gonna yeah. do how you did it. I like I maybe I like the flavor of vodka. <laughs> I know, and like I mean Svetka, I was like, oh, I'll choose a cheap vodka, but like Svetka, I don't I don't know if I just because I stopped drinking vodka after college because it was like actually mid college because I was like this is making my like body die, but. Um, I haven't had vodka in so long, and like Svetka was actually pretty good. I liked it. I, I mean, vodka, it's it's neutral. I ha- I have vodka at my house in my liquor cabinet. Okay, okay. And I I've tried to. I mean, I actually have like a very well. I bought a bunch to make limoncello. Have you ever made limoncello? I've never made it, but I've definitely heard of it a mm. lot. When yeah. it's good, it's real good. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I have a bunch. Um, yeah, it goes good with just anything. I think it, it's good because it's neutral. You can add it to a lemonade. You, I saw some little some little baby girls on TikTok calling something blackout water, <laughs> and they were just like, you know, educating their peers about you know just vodka, lacroix, a little bit of lemon, and. <laughs> You don't call t- it a they day. They kept saying blackout. You don't taste it. You don't taste it, and that's very true. It's dangerous. It's bucket water. Yeah, and that's what I feel about this one. The one I mixed, although there's a hand, I I, I I think I put a handle of vodka into like three and a half gallons. Hmm. So I don't know how that math comes out. I mean, I do, Wait, but the, the handle of vodka is like. 64 ounces or oof gosh wow i really did my research on my own recipe before we recorded this um i don't remember but i did do the math during and it's you know it's a your your usual handle and i think it's like uh 80 per 70 percent alcohol what is like the normal percentage of alcohol or proof i think it's like it's between 40 and 80 yeah it just depends i mean some things are like Right. Anyways, I honestly, if I were to judgment call, I really like yours because it tastes more like a, like a lacrosse, which is very refreshing in that way. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was addicted to lacrosse for like a long time. Oh, and then I'm... I got a soda stream and then I just forget oh, about it. Oh, I'm very much a LaCroix army. Yeah. And now they have and now they have caffeinated seltzers. So now it's just like y'all mm, are trying to like no. steal all my money. No, it's so okay, that's another episode. It's but a lot. like yeah. It's so good. But Okay, in my research I saw we don't live. Do you live by? Do you, have you ever been to Sonic? Um, there's Sonics in the OC. I used, I used to go and like my brother went to Cal State Fullerton and it was like in that area. I've like, only been to a Sonic in like I don't know, uh, probably like Tacoma or Spokane. Um, but we, I always see commercials and it looks like a place that has lots of great bevs. Yes, lots of colors, a lot of colors. <laughs> A lot of flaves. Lemonades. And when I was researching for this app, I just put in seltzer and it was like Sonic to come out with their own hard seltzer flavors. So you know if Sonic's doing it. It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. And also the projection for the for the commercial market for seltzers was high, which is why I put my Robin Hood bullshitty account <laughs> all into Boston beer. Oh, okay. Well, I was just thinking, you know. She got stocks. I read a I read an article. She got shares. <laughs> I don't know how that I works. I have point zero something. Anyway. I have Bitcoin. Actually, if you guys are listening to this, looking at Bitcoin, I'm starting to build up my retirement fund. Just <laughs> okay. saying. What? That's another episode. <laughs> All right. But so, okay. So we talked <clears throat> about the two ways. Mm-hmm. I think for the most part, breweries are probably doing the fermented sugar as they route should, legally because it's more art they're making artisanal seltzers mm-hmm. here okay mm-hmm. you know we don't want to so mm-hmm. anyway i'm just i'm just kidding but honestly i do i've talked to a couple brewers and i, I think that's like the mostly the route that like craft breweries or you know independent breweries are doing is like let's ferment the sugar um, because we don't want to get we don't want to get uh, called out on Wart Wrangler for putting <laughs> vodka into water and carbonating it, um, which is cool. I think that's cool. Um, and well, I ha- wait, wait, wait. I just want to say it like that's the edge that a home brewer has over a commercial brewery. They're not like stuck to these regulations. No one's gonna come and be like, "You put vodka in your." corny keg no one gives a fuck no one's gonna mess with you you do you you could put two handles of mm. vodka in there if you wanted to if you wanted to die that's yes. what you want that's how i think it's just like <laughs> if you're looking at a commercial alcohol market there's always gonna be uh uh you know there's always gonna be a need for maybe younger drinkers or people that don't really like the quote-unquote taste of alcohol so you're always going to find things that are like fruity inexpensive very much like healthy yes, quote unquote. healthy <laughs> low cow or tastes like a soda yeah and this and that and that's always going to have an appeal when i was a kid i'll never forget my mom found zimas under my bed <laughs> you were that kid okay i wasn't that kid the <laughs> one time i did it <laughs> Oh, no, the one time. And I was already graduated from high school. I was in college drinking out of bathtubs 
Oh, Jesus. Okay. And then I, you know. Chico State. Chico State. Oh, my gosh. Chico State. But anyway. She reps Chico State hard. I love it. We have another friend of the club that makes seltzers, and he, I think he fermented it, but then he also added, it was bright blue. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. So this was like throwback to National Learn How to Homebrew Day, uh, San Fernando Valley group. And he came by, it, shout out to Israel from Ventura. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he brought a baby keg of blue drink. And it was amazing. We all loved it. Yeah. Between the blue drink inside and the baby cake itself, I was like, wow. That was like a couple years ago. He's, he's ahead of his time. That was, yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that, was so, that was like for sure pre-COVID. We were like, oh man, I miss those days. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, that was that was really good. I think if you've gotten past the fermentation piece or the vodka piece, then your next decision to make would just be flavors mm-hmm. and how to add them maybe how, yeah how to add them at packaging obviously in which and you know what what proportions yeah um, i would just be afraid of oh yeah kika told me he used champagne yeast by the way yeah that sounds right because yeah. people use because champagne yeast is like the it's reason neat. you use it yeah it's because it's so no no but it's so like hardy like it mm. can it can withstand like very high amounts of alcohol content like Lalvin if you get anything from Lalvin or Red Star it's like the alcohol content or the um what's the word I'm looking tolerance. for tolerance is like you know upwards of fifteen to eighteen percent mm. and that's why people people do if they if they can't find like distillers yeast or turbo yeast they'll use that to ferment their you know, sugar wash because it's it's super hardy and it and can withstand like high alcohol tolerance. So that makes sense. Like I said, they're very closely related. Like, wow, almost too closely related. Seltzers like... are going to become illegal federal offense. Uh. Like, no, <laughs> just your kidding. vodka soda. Yes, <laughs> yum. So anyway, um, yeah, was that? I think that was a uh, was a very in depth. I mean, not super in-depth, but, like, that was a good convo about seltzers. I think I, I'm glad we took this long to get into it because, gosh, it's developed over the past couple years so much in terms of, like, how it's done, how it's accepted by, like, the brewing community, how it's accepted by, like, the general community. I'm just going to um, say it. Like, yeah, we're women. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> seltzers. <laughs> It's fine, you know. <laughs> and also, I do want to say one thing. This is the first episode that Lori and I have recorded in person. Okay, so don't be alarmed. I just tested negative for COVID. We bubbled up. And Lori is vaccinated, vaccinated. like fully vaccinated. No, no, no. Well, oh, halfway. Yes. She's on her way to being mm-hmm. officially vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But anyway... We're in each other's corn pod, and it's been nice to sit next to my pod partner yes. and talk and, like, figure out all this audio shit because I still can't figure it out. But hopefully it sounds good either way. And I have a whole new appreciation for Tyler <laughs> and the audio stuff because this looks more complicated than, like, an, a NASA computer. I'm not going to lie. It's It's tricky. I'll figure it out though. You're like the our, woman, dude, because we're gonna be doing more in-person recordings. I think 
moving forward, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, hopefully. And so, um, yeah. So if there's any audio weirdness, like, sorry, but um, I tried my best. And yeah, I think um, I'm excited. That was fun. So. Yes. Well, thank you for making me <laughs> watermelon vodka carbonated. It was my pleasure. You're a genius. It's amazing. And thank you to Tusum and Beer Thug Life for your sugar babes. Yes. Glitter grape. I cannot wait to have unicorn poop tonight. Well, I'm I'm stoked. Can we say poop on air? Is that okay? Well, we said everything else. So <laughs> <it's probably laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, as always, please please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Brood Up Podcast. If you have any feedback, you can DM us there or email us at Brood Up Pod. No, no, Brood Up Podcast at gmail.com. And where else? That's it, right? Honestly, like, I want to make a seltzer this summer. Tell me what, Flav. Give her a flavor. Yeah. Flavor, flavor of the week. Flavor. Do you remember that song? Oh, no. my God. Wow. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> so we both showed our age in this episode. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Love ya. Uh, bye-bye. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Brewed Up Podcast and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Brewed Up is a Hop LA production. The Brewed Up music is produced by LA legend producer Elusive.